Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Parenting by the Pint. Welcome back. Yeah, good yeah. to be back. A little break. A little but break. We're back a on. Little chaotic life, you know. Life gets in yeah, the way, but we're that's uh, pretty much it, right? Pretty much, yeah. We're back to drink some beer and, and to chat about one of our favorite holidays, and uh, uh yeah, yeah, because it's a drinking holiday. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna talk about St. Patrick's Day, which. Uh-huh. Just happened, you guys. Yep. This episode was supposed to come out <laughs> right before St. Patrick's Day, but... Uh, yeah, things happened. Fate so. intervened, as it does. So after, but still close. So. Yeah, but now we can talk about our most recent th- mm-hmm. St. Patrick's... I almost said Thanksgiving. St. Patrick's Day. I mean, this could be your Thanksgiving, I guess. Sure, we'll go with that. I mean, you do that. eat food We're thankful of sorts, for. Yeah. you know. All right, so we're going to drink some Guinness. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day today. So let's start with regular old classic Guinness. Regular and old classic Guinness. While you break that can open, Ooh. and it's got that little... I read yep. on the side of the can, because I had forgotten this little tidbit about them, that there's the widget inside. Yes, and it tells you to pour at 45 degrees. It gives you instructions. It's like dummy it. proof. I love so. it. Well, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Some of the people who drink Guinness might not be super seasoned beer drinkers. So... Fair, fair. Yeah, Not dummies, though. Don't misunderstand. Guinness in a while. Look at that cascade. Mm, they've really got this down, down They pat. really do. I mean, you know, mm. we, we say what you will about Guinness, and it's been forever since I've had one, so I'm not going to say anything about Guinness other than yeah. let's try it. Yeah, it's, but, been, uh, it's been a bit. My father was drinking Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. Wonderful, so wonderful. He, he actually does guinness he he doesn't drink much beer but he okay. he but he'll drink guinness all right well let's, which is kind of let's odd, drink guinness. But, yeah. beautiful head too yep it tastes like i remember it's <laughs> not my favorite stout by any means but it is its own animal like it it's absolutely just is. its own thing when i had it thousands of years ago yeah. uh i didn't like it because it's flat it is flat and Mm -hmm. they use nitro in it which gives more of that like almost like a milky cold brew type consistency does yes than what you get out of like a keg when it's tapped with co2 Mm -hmm. and it's because it's it's pushing something totally different into it to to give it that carbonation and so this nitrogen bubbles are like itty bitty tiny <laughs> compared to co2 bubbles so yes, and very that's different. why yeah. it has a different flavor or Completely a different, a different texture really yeah yeah, yeah. mouth feel maybe mouth feel. yes <laughs> so but you're right it you know it's creamy and mm-hmm. smooth it's a little thin because we're so spoiled by all of these stouts yes, that we yes, drink yes, these yes. days and it's it's not Anything fancy. But that's fancy. what Guinness is. So it's not trying no. to be a heavy, 
you know, carbonated anything. Like it's this is so all right, so Guinness. Let's let's talk Guinness. Let's talk about Guinness. Seeing as it's been established since seventeen fifty nine per the can. And it's from Dublin, Ireland, is where Guinness is if if there's literally anybody who doesn't know Know we are actually drinking. We've both been there, right? Yes. Yes. Separately, clearly. Yes, but we've both together. been there. Yes. Relatively similar time periods, I believe. I long, went long ago. <laughs> when shortly after I turned eighteen, I think this was my trip with I my went parents the after year we graduated. Before. So I went in spring before we graduated. You went like within the year after. Yeah. Or maybe it was Something like earlier. That. No. Anyway, I remember close. going with close. my yeah. family and we had decided to do a trip to Ireland. Mm-hmm. The whole trip. We didn't go anywhere else. We oh. just went to Ireland. Okay. And um, I was at least a high school student. I just don't remember exactly what, year, what it year it was. was this? Yes. But um, I was a high school student. I found it rather dull. <laughs> I, there was a lot of sheep and grass. It there was, was a cold lot of and sheep. rainy. It was cold and rainy when we went too. Yeah. I got sick because I ate something I shouldn't have. Mm. And then we went... Yeah, I did love Ireland though. I would go back. The okay. history was I I really enjoyed there is cool history. the cool history behind things. I don't think I like everywhere else I've been in Europe. I feel like if I went back, I would appreciate different things more. But yeah, I've been to Dublin, so we're gonna go with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Guinness. So Arthur Guinness. So it's named after the guy who started the what Guinness a novel company. Idea. Um. This was not his first brewery. He started his first brewery in uh, County Kildare in 1755, oh. and then left it to a family member and moved to Dublin. Okay. Um. And so 1759. Guinness Brewery started in St. James Gate. It's an area of Dublin. Um, There was actually a brewery at this location before, um, and it was established by an alderman who um, had gotten a lease for the use of water from the Dublin Corporation. So it was the rights to use the water, essentially. And they had four acres, and the lease passed on to his son, grandson, great-grandson, blah, blah, blah. One in the family. The brewery was abandoned. So in 1759, Arthur Guinness left his first brewery, came to Dublin, and was interested in buying the property and leasing the water rights. Okay. <laughs> so he in December of 1759, the lease was signed over to Guinness for 9,000 years um, was the, the terms of the lease. In 1759. Okay, so they've got some time. purchased the property, so it's no longer under lease. Oh, so, fair. Yeah, so the lease Although is whatever no that valid. Rent, whatever that rent was, you know, I would have had a serious <laughs> 9, thought 000, yeah, about, you know, what if it was years. like 50 bucks a month or something? I would have been like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take it for 9000 Right, for sure. I will take that. So the the Guinness Brewery is on that same site. It's just expanded greatly. It was only four acres at the time that okay. they purchased. So um, the property has long since been expanded they now even have their own power plant on the property oh my goodness um but shortly after he did take over the lease um in 1773 there was a dispute about the water because the lease terms um dublin corporation says he was going above and beyond what their water usage was the terms and so they shut off his water 
And like, he showed up with a pickaxe and said, I'm going to dig my own uh, channel to get water. And they eventually came to a new agreement. Awesome. <laughs> I find that businessmen that have the desire to do extreme things like that really achieve a lot. You right? Know? Right? My yeah. dad has that in him a little oh, bit. Oh, Joe totally he's does. Very, I agree. Like, he's very fortunate that those days don't come by very often mm-hmm. where he has to like take extreme measures yeah but he definitely has it in <laughs> him i've capable. seen glimmers of it at times where i am just like you know this dude yeah. is a go-getter it's <laughs> a good way to put it yeah that's totally fair that's he's just very driven yeah he's just very that, well driven. apparently arthur guinness had that in him so yeah. um but yeah so they keep the water they keep expanding they are actually originally an ale brewery so they didn't actually start producing porters until like 1778 so okay. later a few you know a handful of years after okay um and that became popular and then they stopped production of ales altogether in 1799 um but they originally were pr- completely ale brewers um okay. so interesting they they moved on and really have been you know found their their niche um they became the largest brewery in ireland in 1838 and the largest brewery in the world in terms of output by 1886 so at 1886 they were brewing 1.2 million barrels which in 1886 was huge that's insane so the 1800s like that's how much they were brewing then um so they're clearly not the largest brewery now but they're still one of the largest stout brewers in the world solely surprising yeah um but yeah 1886 1.2 million barrels like that's huge um they went public um on the london stock exchange in 1886 the guinness family descendants still own i, I believe they still own 51 percent of the stock but um or rights to it um they moved their headquarters to london in 1932 because of some laws in ireland that were not um friendly to the the brewery and i believe taxation and some things so um That'll happen. Yeah. So they actually (laughs) um, exported their first barrels of Guinness to the U.S. back in 1817. So long, long, long ago. We were barely the U.S. then. Right? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, So there was a brewery in uh, America for a while after the World War that shut down um, in the 50s, I think. And in 2018... The first brewery in 64 years opened in Baltimore. Um, So that is where the next beer we're drinking actually is brewed. brewed. I noticed that. So they brew, they do not brew their stout here. They brew it in Dublin. They brew their kind of other, like their their blonde, their Guinness blonde they Mm -hmm. brew in Baltimore. Some of their variants they brew in Baltimore. They do not brew the basic okay. stout. They, they brew only that. brew that in They Ireland. brew that in, in That's Dublin. kind of a cool fun fact, though. Yeah. They have a couple other breweries. A couple, At least they had it in Africa, actually, for a oh. while. One in Malaysia. I'm not sure what the status of some of those are. But interesting. Um, they're now actually part of the Diageo uh, UK beverage company who own, like, a crap ton of beer, wine, and spirits um, companies. So like Tangeray, Don Julio, Bailey's, um, Smithwick's, they own Johnny Walker. Like, I mean, the list goes on of all of mm. the different companies. Bullet, Seagram's, uh, Crown Royal, they're all owned oh, by wow, this okay. beverage company. So now they are merged with them, I believe, um, the Guinness family still owns quite a bit of the stock, but they are part of a much larger conglomerate now than they 
ever were. Um, but yeah, so 1759, not the oldest brewery we've talked about, but definitely older than anything we see here. And they've been predominantly brewing the same single type of beer for a very long time. That's a big difference to Absolutely. Like, most of the breweries we talk about is there's a variety like we're drinking two types but one isn't something that you're going to get all the time sure and they most of their sales are all just regular guinness regular stuff. classic like, guinness that's, that's where they make their money so i was gonna say when i went to the liquor store to buy these two beers i walked over to where the guinness was you know mm-hmm. i could see it at a distance yep. because they're their labeling is so unique. Yep. You know, nobody uses black and gold like no, this. Not this really. Their, you can't you can't mistake it. Yeah. No, certainly not. And I walk over and I'm standing in front of it and I'm staring at the shelf <laughs> and everything on the shelf says Guinness. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, sure, yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, I know it's not blonde, but I haven't bought Guinness. I I've never bought I don't Guinness. know if I've bought Guinness. And so I'm like, it's not yeah. blonde. And then they have an actual like cold brew. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's not the cold brew. <laughs> and then they had extra. <laughs> and I'm like, is that is this what regular I want? Guinness? What do I want? What is? And so like ultimately, I brought home a four pack of what we're drinking yes. and the other beer. And I brought it home and I tell this story to my husband <laughs> and I show him what I bought and he goes, oh, you got the right one. And <laughs> I was job. like, good job, Kara. that's good because otherwise I just wasted everybody's time right. and I have to go back right now and get the regular one. <laughs> it was just a little bit confusing, Yeah, you know, because fair. it's just not something that I've bought. Yeah. Um, you mentioned how we've both been to Ireland. Mm-hmm. I've we been have. to Dublin. I've been to the Guinness Brewery. I was underage. Um but they do give you Guinness Are on you the underage tour. for Ireland? What's Ireland? Is it 16? I think it's 16. I probably wasn't. I did get Guinness on the tour. I was of age in Ireland, not of age in America. My brother drank mine because <laughs> even as if, if I had been at all yeah. of a drinker, I don't think that would Guinness have would have been, been the thing. thing. I yeah. would have drank. It's an acquired taste, in my opinion. It is. It definitely is. Uh, you, but yeah, you I, no. Yeah, go ahead. You were, say- you were saying like there's extra, there's nitro. For like ninety percent of their existence, they literally only had single stout, double, or extra. Those were the only things they made. Yeah. So that's like <laughs> well, and and I don't know if you know this, but I was st- standing there staring at those individual things and being like. What is the spear called? <laughs> I am just it's, like, what it's am I? It's literally just, just pretty much Guinness. Guinness, yeah. that's it. And I was <laughs> like, well, it. this one's the plainest. I'll so just we're buy go this with one. That. All right, so what did you get from? So I didn't drink beer, but I did get a souvenir from oh. my Guinness uh, brewery visit. I still have it in the box, and you guys, I'll post a picture of Which, it. Which, by the way, guys, this is like 20 plus years old. I just want yeah, to point this out. It was eight pounds. By the huh. way, that's what it says Back on your, like well, whatever Irish money is. Yikes. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but it's a sweet Irish whistle <laughs> that says Guinness on it. And then is it that a cassette? Yeah, there's a cassette of songs <laughs> on here. Fantastic. Let me see if I can recognize even one of them. Hang on. <laughs> Nothing so far. Oh. On top of Old Smokey. Is on oh, here. Oh, okay. I think I know that one. Oh, Alouette mm. is on here. I know here. that. All right. 
Amazing Grace, man, I could be very musically talented if I practiced everything on this cassette. Which clearly you haven't because it's still. I in the feel box, like this is so... a YouTube episode where I teach myself. Oh, this is totally one that's... of these. Songs. All right, all right. Okay. I think I think we got something going here. Challenge accepted. I will learn how to play this Irish <laughs> whistle okay. with Guinness branding on it uh, right. that I bought at the Guinness Brewery. Um, <laughs> And I will totally play a song for you guys. I can do that. I can totally do that. I love it. I definitely <laughs> need to do that. Um, I like it. Yeah. So let's talk about St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Uh, while I contemplate learning how to play a musical instrument. Okay. Um, so I, as usual, thought back to what, <laughs> you know, traditions and family activities we used to do on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, not a huge holiday in my family. Uh, as mostly Italians, yeah. we just like kind of not intentionally ignored St. Patrick's Day per se because my father is a cook and does love the whole like corned beef and cabbage mm-hmm. tradition. So we definitely had corned beef and cabbage oh, every yeah. year on St. on St. Patrick's do. Day. My dad's college roommate is Irish, oh. and they have a tradition where on St. Patrick's Day, my father sends him a St. Patrick's Day card, and on St. Joseph's Day, nice. his roommate sends him a St. Joseph's Day card. Oh, I like And they're that. always, like, a little, like, vulgar, funny, yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah. jokey about about whatever, uh, you know, Irish or Italians mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's very – it is adorable. I love that. And That's it's just, a, like, it a really fun – they adorable. do it every year. That's fantastic. It's, I love he that. He showed me the card that he sent yeah. to him this year. It was a, it That's was hilarious. Awesome. It always is. Um, but in general, I mean, and that's not really my tradition, but I do remember growing up in general, that was kind of it okay. for, for yeah. Irish, for we, uh, St. Patrick's Day traditions. Yeah, my, my parents aren't Irish. Um, my dad's Italian. My mom's Polish. So, um, well, my dad's Italian and German, I guess. But um, So definitely no Irish. But my godparents are very Irish. So okay. my godmother's mother... <laughs> Is from Castle Gregory. Like, she has family still in Ireland. Oh, wow. okay. So, like, she, we always went there for St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always been a tradition. Even this year, they, my mom did St. Patrick's Day this year, but I mean, we made 17 pounds of corned beef. Holy like, cow. I mean, we've always done, like, <clears throat> a gathering for yeah. St. Patrick's Day. So, and I always remember that, frankly. I don't know nice. when we didn't. So, I love corned beef and cabbage. I do too, man. Like, I, mean, I right? said to my husband the other day, I'm like, why don't we make this more than just St. Patrick's Day? I know, Day? it's so like, good. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why you don't make it more. I don't know why I don't make it right? more. I, I agree. Yeah. It's good. It's not hard to make. No. Yeah. It, it, the kids eat it. You yeah. know, I mean, they basically think it's ham, you know? So yeah, like, they're like, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, no, we... I even like cabbage. I do too. I always, corned beef and, and I cabbage. I like anything, Lauren. True. So I if like you like this, why don't we cabbage with a little it? bit of malt vinegar. Oh, so good. Nah. Yeah, now I want Perfect. corned beef and cabbage. But anyways, we should make it more often is the moral of the story. I agree. But we did always do that um, as a family on, mm-hmm. on or around St. Patrick's Day, depending on when it falls. Even if it falls, my mother is hardcore Catholic, even... Even if it falls, so does my godmother, on a Friday, the Pope has, you know, given everyone oh, permission your grandfathered out if you're Irish to, to, yes, to celebrate. To celebrate by eating corned beef. Is that a real thing or is that a pretend thing? No, it's a real thing. Awesome. Yeah. 
I so, was not aware of that. Yeah. I'm not Catholic either. In, so. <laughs> in the past, I don't know if it's a proclamation when it happens, but it's okay. definitely been like, you are allowed hey to guys, eat this on St. Patrick's Day. Let's just skip it for I mean, one it, realistically, day. all of those not eating things has more to do with business than it has anything to do with anything. But, uh, yes, um, we don't have to go into no. that. <laughs> but, yes, corned beef and cabbage, I'm a fan, mm-hmm. even though I am not Irish at all. No. Even a little bit. I've yeah. done the Ancestry.com. I don't have a drop of Irish blood in me. Yeah. I do have a um, uh, clover tattoo, though. Oh. Well, that's me pretty and, Irish. Uh, well, so me and some girlfriends a few years ago, two, three years ago now, um, did Savannah for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. And Savannah is actually supposed to be the largest St. Patrick's Day celebration in the United States. Wow, okay. Above Boston, above Chicago, above everything. And I 1,000% believe that being there. Like, really? It was insane. Yeah. Wow. They do St. Patrick's Day like no city I've ever been for St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Um, and it was a ton of fun. And they have just, it's a nonstop party all weekend. I don't know if you've been to Savannah, but they have like, um, they have a river and a river walk and they okay. had bands set up. They nice. had like everything. But anyways, we got tattoos because we like tattoos and we were like, oh, well, we'll commemorate this trip with a tattoo. So <laughs> I, I absolutely love that. I actually, and I don't know if my dad still listens to this podcast, but he doesn't <laughs> know this. I actually did do that when I went to Amsterdam mm-hmm. with my old college roommate, mm-hmm. one of our old college roommates. Mm-hmm. We got windmill tattoos. Yep. Very small, just a little black outline, yeah. little tattoo while in Amsterdam. And Perfect. I have zero regrets about yeah. it. And it's cute and fun and yeah, I have no regrets. a lovely memory. Yes. No regrets. And that's how I Agreed. feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> so besides Family. Yeah, I was, well, I was going to say, speaking of college. Yeah, also. St. Patrick's Day is a really big deal in college. And uh, especially at U of I. <laughs> especially at the University of yes. Illinois, you guys. <laughs> we uh, we do this thing called Unofficial St. Patrick's yes. Day, which is not on St. Patrick's nope. Day. It's on a random Friday or yeah, Saturday. Yeah. I think it's on a random Saturday. Uh, and they dye all the beer green. Yep. So everything you drink is green. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why we ever... But it, it was college, so. It basically gives you permission to drink during the day, which college students don't need a lot of excuses for that. Um, True. But, you know, I remember after turning 21, when it was like, you know, you didn't have to worry about getting arrested, um, <laughs> it was a very enjoyable yet long, almost very not worthwhile activity. Yes. I remember same roommate... That mm-hmm. we, I was just talking about going on the trip to Amsterdam with, uh, going out with like a group of friends early in the day, and then us meeting her out later in the day, mm-hmm. and then us getting tired and going back to our apartment, and her calling me for a ride later <laughs> in the day. And when I picked her up, her feet were so dirty because she had been wearing flip flops that was like they were like. Oh my god. Black. She said when she got in the shower, it was just like the water just was black from her feet. Uh yeah, that's pretty much I think exactly how I would describe unofficial St. Patrick's that's Day. That's totally. It started in the 90s. Okay. Um and essentially it started because St. Patrick's Day fell on spring break. Yes. And so they did we it for shift a day we have to celebrate. That was not spring break and therefore it became unofficial St. Patrick's yeah. Day and it just 
kept being a thing. So <laughs> I <laughs> regardless of when it fell. It. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't even remember regular St. Patrick's Day no. at U of I. I just Mm-mm. remember unofficial. Same. And you just called it unofficial. What do you do? You can't leave. It's unofficial. Yeah, you actually you didn't even say St. Patrick's Day. Literally like, just I think it actually was on a Friday a couple of years we were Maybe there. that was the year because that... it was like people skipped class yeah, and like I was gonna it was say, I yeah. feel like there were classes because I feel like the premise of that story I told earlier that that was the reason why we went mm-hmm. out for like a period of time that day came back because I remember then, you yeah. worked on Fridays I did and so probably in the we, morning yeah so we probably did not go out early in the day mm-hmm. because I waited for you to be done Which I very working. much appreciate. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm that kind of person. Uh, <laughs> I was probably Thanks. looking for a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also but, fair. Yeah. yeah. But I would imagine that in general as roommates, and this includes you and myself, and some yeah. of our other various roommates that mm-hmm. we had, we generally did kind of stay as a group. When we, we would go out. We had t-shirts. We oh, had t- yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I think I still have some you of the t-shirts have a in my t-shirt? drawer. That's so cool. I probably do. Yeah. I, uh, I, I googled unofficial St. Patrick's Day earlier, and it's in the Urban Dictionary. It's just unofficial. It's an event held each March at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. <sighs> it's the largest local drinking holiday in the United States. <laughs> God. That's beautiful, you guys. It's good to be known for something as important as this. I mean, there yes. are other schools that are known for things like yeah, but this is, this medical is, research. Right. No, but this, we're, we're known. Actually, it says students from across the country visit Champaign-Urbana to take part as uh, their schools do not consume as much in an entire decade as U of I does on unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably completely not factual, but I love it. I so. think this prompts a survey of our oh. people, our social media yes, following yes. to see Who's been unofficial? Who's been to unofficial? I yeah, like it. Yeah, and let's see what, you know, especially non-U of I people, that yes, would be fun. Yes, true. Because obviously the U of Everyone I Everyone at U of I has done it. I assume yeah. have gone at least once. I would, one, one would assume. Yeah, it's hard you, to I miss. I mean, you know. Like, if you're you anywhere on campus, like, you're drinking a green It's like beer. a required class for graduation. Yeah, totally. It's part of the, it's, it's just, just a, you know, rite of passage, if you will. But Yes, the good and the bad. Yes, the, yes there's good and bad. So, yes, that was college, but even I will say, like last year, my husband and I and our friends went out for St. Patrick's Day and wound up back at our house. I want to say this was St. Patrick's Day. Wound up back at our house, and my husband's co workers called him and was like, Hey, we're on your way to your house. We got the chicken. And Brandon had no idea we were having people over. And he goes, What, what, what do you mean you're coming to my house? That's he awesome. was out with us, but I think he had to like go pick up a kid or something, oh, nice. and like so we had two different cars, and we're like, all right, back at our house, bring the chicken, and we put the kids to bed, and then everybody still kept drinking, and it was just like college again, kind that of. Sounds really it was, nice. It was really nice. I was thinking when we were talking <laughs> about unofficial. I had a moment where I was like, we should do that again. And then I was like, no. No. I'm no. 40 now. We, we can do make it. our own traditions Yeah, that now, won't happen. I will not, not be going unofficial. Even if by some stroke yeah. of magic one of my children goes there for oh, college, yeah, no. I will not be stopping by for No, that. no, no. But Let we should take a road trip enjoy at some that. point. I do want to go to U of I with you. Yeah, I haven't uh, been in We can bring the kids. Long, That's long fine. Time. 
either way is also fine. Yes. Uh, I would definitely go and get a picture, a picture, excuse me, <laughs> at Murphy's with you. Yes. Uh, I don't even know what bars are still open down there. Oh, well, don't worry, Murphy's is still yeah. open. <laughs> but yes, that that was that was the continuation of our St. Patrick's Day traditions into college. Yes. So, so nowadays. Yeah. You mentioned one of your little recent uh, St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. activities. Uh, you know, it, it, my situation's kind of similar to growing up. I mean, we do corned beef and cabbage. Yep. Uh, there is a restaurant nearby called Chuck's oh, yeah, in yeah, Darien. Yeah. I've mentioned it a couple of times. We yep. both have. Mm-hmm. They have corned beef on the menu every 17th of the month. I did not know yeah. this. Well, guess where we're going I on know. a 17th. I know. All right. And it's really good. They smoke it. It's really good um all right i used to go out of my way to have it regularly like every 17th for a while i was like oh it's the 17th you know what we're doing tonight you do realize dominic my my oldest therapy is in the parking lot yeah yeah i know you just let me know the next 17th 17th and we just go where you're gonna be there i like it all right good plan it's fine i'm excited now okay fantastic um Shamrock shakes. I used to get shamrock shakes regularly. I didn't get one this year. No, I didn't either. Actually, it's funny because we had our floors redone Mm -hmm. and I was home, but I wasn't in my house because they were doing like staining that day or something where if I had been inside my house, I would have been stuck there the entire day while I waited. And so I had left and was kind of just like floating around Mm -hmm. town and I was starving, and but I didn't want to eat a big lunch because mm. we were going to order food for dinner. Ah, okay. And so I just went through the McDonald's drive-through and got like an order of fries and an orange drink. And, and I totally looked at the menu it. after ordering, and I saw Shamrock Shake, oh. and I was just like, oh. opportunity missed, I missed right there, it. right there, yeah. So I could have, I had a chance you at a Shamrock right Shake, in, and I just right totally dropped it. Yeah, it was. Sad. I wonder, do they, I mean, it's still March. Do they still have that? They might. They might. I haven't it's been to a, a McDonald's in a long after time. So. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I mean, it was Thursday. It, like, might be the whole month of, it might be the whole month of March now. I might have we're to. We're making uh, a lot of, like, potential mistakes in this episode. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of things that we're saying that could be totally wrong. All right. I'm going to go <laughs> investigate the Shamrock sh- Shake situation. I support that. Yes. Another right. thing that's kind of a more recent tradition, and this is something we've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, too, <laughs> is a hot butcher beer that I really like called oh, yeah, Swans, Swans of Lure, Lure, which they did not come out with last year, which mm-hmm. they did come out with this year, which is in my fridge right nice. now. Nice. Perfect. I did not have one on St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I actually I'm not going to tell the short version. I'll tell the long version. <laughs> I actually went out on St. Patrick's Day this year, oh. sort of randomly. Okay. I was at work and uh, we were busy mm-hmm. and I am friends with Claire, who's been on the podcast yeah. and she works with me mm-hmm. and I knew that I needed to stick around about an hour after close mm-hmm. to send another print that we needed to print. Okay. And the, 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 basically, the printer takes a certain period of time to run. It was going to be running for a while, but I wanted to stick around so I could send something else that would run for a long time while we sure. were gone. Sure. It's so being, you were waiting. I'm trying to be productive. Yeah. But I didn't want to just sit at the shop for an hour 
even if she would have been willing to do that because we have a creepy tenant that uh, freaks me out a little bit. So I don't like to stay at the shop by myself fair. when it gets late. So I was like, hey, do you want to grab a beer and then we'll come back and I can send this print and then we can go home. Yeah. And she was like, oh, sure. And she mentioned a place nearby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what that is. That's fine. <laughs> and... Then when we were leaving, she goes, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day, right? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh, man. I forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually went out and had a couple beers on St. Patrick's Day nice. this year. Totally randomly. But when I got home, I did not then drink more beer because yeah. I was kind of yeah. like, oh, it was enough. I mean, it's also a Thursday, so I at least had to work the next day. I had to work the next day as well, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. And we were very busy last week, so yeah. I worked a lot. lot yeah us we also busy yes yes but yeah no i i really do enjoy saint patrick's day even if it's just an excuse to eat food and drink beer and really what's what's wrong like there's nothing bad about that so no man i did not think about how unofficial saint patrick's day was just a u of i thing i remember it then mm-hmm. and when you said it obviously i was like oh yeah we were special. We were special. But I didn't remember that when I was like writing my notes wow. for this episode. And I... We're very special. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love it. Me too. All right. We're going to drink, I guess you can call it a variant kind of, chocolate mint stout aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. This one is bottled in Oh, other side Baltimore. of that, my friend. Oh, that's not going to work, is it? <laughs> um, so this is one of the ones that's actually made here. Right, I saw that. And it's bottled in Kentucky bourbon barrels. So it's definitely Which is super weird. unique comparatively to, I mean, look, it's got bubbles. Oh. They actually just started doing nitro in like the 50s, I think, for the regular Guinness. So oh, that's really? a, I shouldn't say new, but compared to 1759, it's new. Okay. Um, but this one looks a little bit more. Whoa. Ooh, look, that's a. It smells like a shamrock shape. No. <laughs> No, that's just inside my brain right now. It smells like a smells bourbon minty. barrel aged mint. <laughs> that could be a bad thing or a good thing. Let's give it a go. Mm-hmm. It's gef- definitely got more carbonation than regular Guinness. You know, it's a little more minty than I've kind of like gotten comfortable with when it yeah. comes, but it's not bad. And it's, it's not. not- overpowering no. like a listerine minty. though i do think that if it didn't have the barrel age it might be a little bit too minty yeah so it's got a more complex flavor because it does have that bourbon barrel a little yeah. bit to it and it's got the mint so i think the combination makes it better i think if it was just the mint wouldn't be nearly as yeah. tasty in my I, opinion no i think that's a really good point i think that the balance of the barrel mm-hmm. offsets that mint flavor enough for it not to be overpowering. Mint is such a tricky thing it in is. beer. Because it's I, like we've almost had always that bad. Are, there's, it's very hard to get the right balance. Yeah. And I, again, I think that barrel for this one actually kind of cuts it a little bit because yeah. mint is a strong. I mean, it's just a strong naturally flavor. Like it's yes. not. Yeah. It just is like it's it, like it, cinnamon. I mean, when cinnamon yeah. is an adjunct in beer, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. And I really cinnamon, same thing. I think if it's cut with maple or with something else, 
it's more tolerable in terms of a flavor. I agree. Um, but yeah, I've had some bad mint beers. Me too. Well, like, I haven't had that many that I've Unfortunately, more often loved. than not, yeah. they're bad. <laughs> this is, it's it's different. It's good. I mean, it's definitely not Guinness though. Like it's very different yes, than their regular absolutely. Guinness. Like this, this is, is totally if you gave different. me this with any other kind of bourbon barrel aged variant type beer, I don't I don't think I would guess that this is Guinness. I know. So I just want to make a note that the Guinness mm-hmm. still has head on it. Yes. That we've still. been sitting here for almost thirty five minutes and we didn't pour it right at the start, but pretty early but on. So let's say a half an hour. Yeah. And my Guinness pour still has a head on it. It's just amazing. That's such a cool thing, isn't it? It is. Again, very unique. Like, very unique to the Guinness brand and to that particular beer. Yeah. But yeah, this is is interesting. I've had their blonde. I don't hate it. The blonde lager. (laughs) Uh, It's not my favorite, but it's not bad. Like, it's it's got a unique flavor. It's been a little bit since I've had it, but um, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I did not enjoy Guinness when I had it many years ago and probably made a decision in my head that I wasn't going to drink anything from them basically ever again. And this idea just kind of like popped up because I saw that they made this the mint, mint mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I kind of want to try that. That's interesting. Yeah. And it and was we, St. Patrick's Day, so we yeah, were like, sure, we needed to feature Guinness at some point. I mean, they're important historically. Yeah, for sure. I mean, important. they were the largest brewery in the world in the 18, late 1800s. Well, and they're so. still making a stout, yeah. making more stout than, than a lot most of other people. people. Yeah. yeah, so it's... It's definitely, they have their place in the beer world for sure. Um, It's definitely, like I said, this is very different, though, than their standard Guinness. So it's very interesting, I think, to try it uh, and to get that totally different flavor profile. It doesn't, I mean, the head's gone. Like, you know, it had some carbonation to it, but it's not, you know, it's not going to stick. But it's definitely interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I don't love... Um, I like, I wouldn't order, like my dad orders a Guinness. I wouldn't order a Guinness. The last time I had a Guinness was probably with like an Irish car bomb, honestly. Oh yeah. Like that I'll drink it with. <laughs> yeah. You know, my husband and his friends tell a story about Irish car bombs that I often enjoy hearing. So <laughs> okay. when my husband had his bachelor party, did Brandon go to his bachelor party? I have no party? idea. Oh, okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. If he did, he would only be able to verify this story. Fair, so fair. you can ask, okay. but... You whatever. Um, they all went down to Peoria, which is where my husband is from. Mm-hmm. Well, he's actually from East Peoria, but I think they went out into actual Peoria, Peoria. to go out because okay. they have a little downtown with a bar scene, and it's a nice, you know, a, a handful of places to go, things yeah. like that. Um, I'm making it sound like a tiny little podunk town. It's Peoria. It's, it's big. It's one of the largest cities it in is. Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's a fairly big city. <laughs> yes. You know, when you're from a, close to a city like Chicago, your whole perspective can be pretty skewed. True, true. But yes. there is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It is not one street in the middle yes. of nowhere. <laughs> um, so anyway, they went down to Peoria mm-hmm. and we're going to spend the evening going out to a couple places, having some dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they went to an Irish pub. And somebody, I want to say probably Anthony, (laughs) uh, ordered Irish car bombs for everybody. And my brother was part of the group (laughs) um, because we were getting married. Yeah, makes sense. And so they invited my brother. And Tori finished his first. (laughs) They all chugged him and Tori finished his first. 
And they all talk about it on occasion. Every once in a while, the story came up, especially with Anthony. He was yeah. just like your brother, just like. And John Hawk, yeah. one of their other friends, uh, just is like fascinated by how quickly he could drink the car bomb, an Irish car bomb. <laughs> and when my brother was made aware that this was fascinating think, yeah. by everybody, he was just kind of like, uh, uh, "Yeah, I don't sure. know." It was, I just it was easy to drink, so I drank it yeah. fast because that's what I was supposed to do. Right, you're supposed to chug this thing. <laughs> Drop it in, drink it. Drop that's, it and drink it. That's the rule. Go rules. quickly. Drop it and drink it. Yeah, it's been a while. I would, I would drink mm. one of those though. Those I didn't mind. So it's a well, good combination. Well, next time we go to when we go to U of I, we'll have to get Do Irish car I bombs. I like it. Fantastic. Uh, All right. Sounds like a great Plans trip. in the making. We're going to do it. All right. Well, this was interesting. It was interesting to learn about Guinness. Uh, Absolutely. I didn't actually realize it was just named after the dude that started it. So that was interesting. I did not know that either. <laughs> and uh, it was cool to drink something that I have never had before and probably won't. It's not, I'm guessing it's not going to be around forever. So, yeah. I guess I should save a bottle, sell her one, see Perhaps. if the mint uh, mellows out yeah. after a year or two. Give it a try in a couple of years for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I like I it. I love it. Good plans. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. <laughs>